Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's up, family? Jared the Boss Man here. You're tuned into the Boss Man Show on AM 1010, AM 1430, 105.5 The King. Get the King out at 105.5 The King.com and The Boss Man Show at Boss Man Show. Twitter at Bossman Show and Facebook Bossman Show. It's the Bossman on your radio. Listen to the Bossman Show with your host, JR, Saturdays at 9 a.m. right here on AM 1010, The King. What's up, good people? Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. The latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wages, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use your promo code BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online. When the game starts. BS3 Network. Changing the way you watch TV. Yes, BS3 Network. Changing the way you watch TV. Covering content and hot topics from A to Z. Sports, music, society and culture, movie reviews. You name it, we have it. Check it out on bs3network.com or... Check us out on Roku, BS3 TV on Roku, as well as check out your favorite podcast on all podcast platforms or Spreaker.com backslash BS3 Network. You are now tuned to BS3 Network. Chris Crutchfield, Omaha Mavs, year two, doing with these guys in Summer League on, on the road trip today. Coach, good to talk to you, man. How you doing out there in South Dakota, man? Doing good, man. It's cold outside, and it just started to snow again. So there's snow already on the ground here, and we, we got some snow back in Omaha. I thought I was coming away from the snow, but we're in South Dakota. It's cold outside, and it's snow, but we're excited about the game tonight. I hear that, Coach. Well, Coach, I'm asking Coach Crutchfield, what's been your biggest Biggest growth in your program in your mind from year one to year two this year, man. Well, we try not to set too many goals that has numbers. Uh, and our goals are always try to get better, try to improve in every category. And that's everything that we do from changing the culture, building the culture to trying to improve our fan base, uh, try to make sure our guys are developing and getting better within our program. You, and at the end of the day, you always want to win more games than you won the previous year. So that's kind of been some some kind of raw goals that we, we've set. Uh, we really don't get into the details of numbers and those kind of things. So I think sometimes that sets you up for failure. 
or or guys uh, will lose their self-confidence if they don't feel like they're reaching a certain number. So we try to stay away from numbers as much as we can. But we're in a good place. Uh, the vision and the plan that, that that we had set as a staff, we're right on track to do that. So I feel good about where we're at right now in year two. And coaches, I mean, going and especially when you're in a non-power five league, summer league, going seven or eight in non-league play is actually a accomplishment. We had to go, go on the road and play guaranteed games, side games against other teams to get games. When going seven or eight non-league play, we can summer league play. So it's a, it's a good thing to be as you get ready to get going this gauntlet of summer league that you all have to undertake here in January to March here. Yeah. No doubt. I think most teams at this mid-major level would, would, would say they'll take 500 or one game or two games over 500, depending on what your schedule situation is. So we, we're kind of right where we think we should have been. Uh, I think we probably gave two games away that I would like to have back. The one is the Idaho State game. The other one is the Lindenwood game. So so we're right on track to where I thought we would be, either two games above 500 or right right in that area. So, so we're right on track. Now, the most important thing, as you know, is conference play. Because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, you want to you finish uh, in the upper half of your league to get a good seed for the conference tournament. And those three days in March in the conference tournament, that's what makes makes the difference right there. Yeah, you definitely don't want to peak too soon. And talk <laughs> about that coach and practice coach, Coach Phil, as you all build this day, day by day, getting these young men to understand, hey, it's a process. It's not going to be overnight. We got to take every drill we do important, every workout we do important, every weight lift session important because if film session is important because in like in March, so those three days, those small details are the difference between winning and losing. No doubt about it. And we talk about it every day. Everything counts. Boss man, everything counts. So, so, and we we reiterated every day everything: the passes, the way you cut, the way you get open, the way you box out, the way you go after rebound with two hands, not one hand. All those little big things make a huge difference in uh, your preparation and how sound and how disciplined you are, and you put yourself in a position to win a basketball game. So we talk about it daily. And, and you know what, Coach? I, I know this has been some close games you all played this year. Uh, some not going your way. But you and I both know you really can't practice those games and practice the right way with the same pressure. So the only way you get better executing late game is being able to get somebody with, with a different color jersey on or a referee. Well, talk mm -hmm. about being able to learn from all those past close games but they didn't go your way. But now being able to get that experience to go forward now to say, hey, this is what we do need to do now. Execute, stay calm, stay poised, not get tight, not, not rush ourselves, still play at our pace, make, make the right read and the right play to win the game. And, and that's exactly where we're at because if you look at our record, uh, we was out in the MTE, a multi-event event in, in Colorado, and we had two close games, uh, one against Lindenwood, we lost, and then the other one at Air Force, we lost by, I think, one, lost by two. Um, then we go to Idaho State and lose by four. So those three games are really, really single-digit losses that all came down to the last possession of a game, and and we was only losing the end of it. So, so what I tell our guys is, you, you have to learn how to do that. That you, we can practice late game situation as we do, but you can't simulate late game situation, late game pressure. And um, I think the other night against North Dakota State we got into another situation like that. That was a late game situation. Ended up going to overtime, ended up winning the game. So when I go back and look at that, all those 
three losses that we had that were all late game losses, we learned, we build, uh, we we got prepared for the next opportunity. We was in those situations. Then we took advantage of it. And we took advantage of it in conference play, which is probably a little bit more important right now than, than non-conference. You got that right, Coach. And I'm saying, man, you got five guys averaging uh, seven or more points, two of them double-double figures. So the ball's moving. And, so, and you and I both know when the ball's moving and the ball's energy, guys will defend harder. And we and I both know something the ball, they go slow from the land, the floor is very important. So about the energy of the ball, uh, the ball movement, making sure you get in the right place. With, and also, you know, some guys getting other people involved and make sure guys are wanting to play it the right way with the team, man. And, and we talk about that all the time is ball movement, body movement. And we want those guys to share the ball. We want them. And I, I tell them this, we, as a group, those five guys on the floor, we're working to get the best shot for our team, not the best shot for one particular player or two particular players. We're, we're working to get the best shot for our team. And, and I call plays for certain guys and I tell them, Hey, sometimes you're going to lose a battle. The play was called for you but you lost the battle. So now it might be someone else's turn. Let's not force it. Let's, let's keep some poise. Let's have patience and also continue to have confidence throughout those 30 seconds. Cause 30 seconds is a long time uh, as far as the shot clock is concerned. So we talk about move body, move the ball. Let's get it to the third side, maybe even the fourth side be, before we start to attack our opponents. And so far we've been pretty good. We're not turning the ball over. I think we're averaging seven turnovers the last five, six games, so we, we're right where I think we should be offensively. But as you know, you got to continue to make shots. You know, the, the orange oh, thing, yes. got to go in the orange thing, man. No doubt, coaches. And I'm asking you, and this is something, something very important. If you turn the ball, make sure they're not live off no. That's very important. No doubt. That kills no you doubt. in transition, and you know how kind of cross-match really quick and getting guys back. So just try to limit those live off no versus limit transition defense so you can not have to cross-match try to be in scrambling. I'm over from, from the jump. Boss, man, you got a little coaching in you, don't you, man? You sound like you've been coaching some ball or something. <laughs> my, 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 my dad's a coach, bro. <laughs> okay. That's, that's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, my dad. Yeah, I got it, baby. My dad had me with him. And, hey, coach, my dad still to this day has legal pads and charts games. We're oh, watching games together. He's asking me questions. I'm like, Dad, I just want to watch the game with you, man. <laughs> uh, once, you, once you're a coach now, you're always a coach. You're trying to learn. You're keeping that brain working. He's 84 years old, Coach. Still, still, still in it, man. Still God in bless it. Him. God bless him. That's good. That's yes, good. sir. Hey, Coach, it's actually about a, a, a Frank Murphy, man. Uh, he's yeah. doing a big things for you, man. It's going out, it's going out for you, man. That's about his impact on the team, man. How guys look at Frankie as a guy that's an example of a hardworking dude, and they want to emulate, be, be better like him, man. Well, you know, it's funny you say that because uh, the first day I got the job, uh, he was he was the leading scorer coming back on that team, the previous team, right, as a freshman. And I got the job, and I tell people this story all the time. They laugh at me. The first time I walked down to the floor for an individual workout, I made him pull his shirt up and, uh, you know, to show me his abs, right? And uh, first thing I said to him, I said, that, that's going to have to change if you want to be a great player. And you know, that's the first interaction we had other than on the phone. And he looked at me kind of strange, like, what's this dude talking about? And afterwards, I pulled him to the side. I told him, you got to change your body. If you really want to be an elite player and a guy that can possibly make money, you got to dedicate 
to changing your body. You know, he was a little pudgy, uh, had some body fat that was that he didn't need, and it clicked to him. And the next year, he worked on changing his body, changed his diet, and what people are seeing now is a stronger, more athletic, uh, more physically fit Frankie Fittler. So what what happens now, boss, is we can move him around. We're moving around different places on the floor where he he can uh, attack his opponent. And he's a three-level scorer, no doubt about it. Uh, he, we can post him because he's every bit of 6'7". Uh, he got a great mid-range game. And he's starting to shoot the three-ball really, really good also. So so we move him around different places to get him touch it. We're putting the ball in his hands as much as we can. And he's our guy. He's our guy. And, you know, he got nominated and won the uh, Oscar Robinson no player of the week last week. So so he's he's playing really good right now. We just got to keep it going. Because I also want to ask you about uh, Markel Sutton as well. Tell me about that dad, mm -hmm. that young man, where he's been to the roster as well for you, man. He, he's the same way. You know, Markel was a junior college kid that came to us from Connors Junior College in Oklahoma, and he had three years left. And uh, he just needed to get bigger and stronger. Last year he, he, he hit a wall. Uh, didn't quite understand uh, the physicality of what it was going to be in a 32-game Division One deal. So we got we got about 25, 21, 22 games. His body was worn down, and he just couldn't get anything done. And I told him, I said, you got to get stronger. You got to gain more weight. You got to be able to handle the physicality, the bumping, and the grinding in this league because it's a really physical league. And he put on 15 pounds this summer, and uh, you can see the difference now. And he's starting to come along and understand what, what's required and, and how to play. And he can help really help us in the scoring category, but he also helped us rebound. And he's a great defender. Uh he's our he's our four man you know, at six eight, you know, two twenty. And he's able to do a lot of things on the defensive end. He's our best talker. He's very active and he got a high motor. So uh he's he's starting to score the ball a little bit more for us also. So he's 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 doing great too. And coach, I'm asking this man with the, with the new rule this year, trying to limit taking charges, coming on on the on the help side and taking charges. How are you emphasizing your guys having your hands on lights and just being, being vertical, not reaching down? They're not gonna give you a charge, but on the ball you can still get a charge, but really trying to come over and help and just take one in the chest. That's pretty much gone. Yeah, we we talk about not even not even trying to take one anymore. We just come over and we want to go vertical, or we want to beat her early in a stance, ready to take on the ball as if we was taking that the offensive player on as in a switching situation. We don't want to take a charge. We want to go vertical and, and not even put ourselves in a position because nine times out of 10 is going to be a blocking call. So, so bad rule, bad rule change. Uh, it, 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 but it, what it did, it gave the officials an out. It gave them an out. And I think it, it cleans the game up a lot better. Uh, because that was the biggest difference in the game was the block charge call. And now uh, there's no controversy anymore. You know, if you're a secondary defender and there's contact, it's probably going to be uh, a block. And everybody knows it. So I, li I like that that way because we all know what it is. Now we can make adjustments uh, as coaches. No doubt, man. Like you said, man. Like you know, you know. So sometimes, also, some, you know, I'm saying, like you know, having your hands to light, you know that now. You just know what to do. Like you said, we all know what it is, and what it isn't. So yeah, that is, it's it's a bad rule, and I agree with you. But at least we all know what it is, what it ain't now. You know, no, so, doubt, no doubt about it. Hey, coach, you kind of mentioned a little bit uh, here with Mark Hill, rebound the basketball. You and I both know, especially ain't over to rebound the ball defense. So you can defend it great for twenty nine seconds, only rebound. 
on long, long rebound, you still back, you can do 20 more of it, you know? So talk about how important that rebound and winning that rebound battle is and how much you talk to your guys that rebound is a want-to thing and something you can do no matter what your skill level is. Do you crash the board to rebound if you truly want to? No doubt about it. And we talk about it every day. We do we do rebounding drills every single day. Early in the year, we wasn't a good rebounding team, so we had to emphasize it a little bit more. And it's kind of like in football, like like those up front guys, the offensive line and defensive line, that is the foundation of your team, I really think. In basketball, I really think rebound is the foundation of your team because if you're not a very good rebounding team, there's going to be some other holes in a lot of other places that that you can't fix uh, because you got to be able to get defensive stops. You got to be able to get defensive rebounds. And if you can't do that, you're giving teams extra possessions. So we we talk about it every day. We got about eight different box out drills that we do. Sometimes it's live and it's, and it's full contact. Sometimes with a pad, uh, and they know we put that bubble on that basket, man, and it's a war. And, and we want it to be that way because they need to understand there, there's you got to hit or you're going to get hit. One of the two things. There's nothing in between it. So. <laughs> We talk about it, and hopefully they 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 are embracing it now. And uh, I think we won the rebounding battle in our last three games. So uh, I think when you can get better in rebounding, and you can only give team one shot at it, I think I think it helps you defensively. But the psychology of it all of being able to make sure, like I'm tougher than you, that 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 goes a long way down this stretch in basketball games. And also offensively, rebound too, coach. Like when you get a team on defense and you just rear out, getting offensive rebound on, on over the head, that that, that demoralizing. They, they like, you know, yeah. so having the length that you have, size you have, you can dominate offensive boards too and cause teams to tap out that way because they can't deal with your length to get in the rebounds. You can second, second chance points and points in the paint that are very important. And that's a good point. That's where Markel Sutton has been really, really good at. I think he's averaging almost three a game. Uh, Jay Sean Glover comes off the bench and gives us some offense rebound. Of course, Frankie is a good offensive rebound because of his size and his smartness. Uh, we we tell our three, four, and five man that you're going every single time, like gangbusters. And we put our two guys at the free throw line. Of course, our point guard is getting back on every shot. That way, we kind of got it surrounded, and uh, hopefully, we we get our share of offensive rebounds. Uh, I like that number to get a little bit higher in that 10, 12 category every night. Uh, but some nights when you shoot 50, 60%, not going to be a lot of offensive rebounds. So that's that's half of the goal, too. If we, we can shoot it well, it's not going to be a lot of offensive rebounds. No doubt, Coach. You got that right, man. The Mexicans coaches, and Ben, again, you two in summer league, man. Tell me about how tough the league is to coach and the quality of player, man, because people in Atlanta don't really understand some of the way I do. I can't explain to them from a perspective. How the league is, man, coaching it every night, man. Well, I tell you what, it's, it's a challenge, you know, and it, most of it is all psych is is it's the psychology of it all, man. Is making sure everybody's level, uh, making sure certain guys feel good about what their roles are, and then you know, there's there's complexity and jealousy and insecurities that 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 goes into the play of. And as a coach and as a, my staff, we we constantly monitor guys and their moods and how they're feeling. And we got a full-time sports psychologist on staff that that talks to our guys, that that constantly are in meetings with them to making sure that uh, they're balanced out emotionally and mentally. And people think you just go out there and hoop, but but I, I tell people all this: if if you're not 
aligned mentally and emotionally, then your body can't do what it needs to do. And we spend a lot of time talking about you know, emotional balance and mental balance and being able to max out your body uh, in games and max out your talent, max out your physical talent. And, and that's part of being a good basketball player. That's part of being a really, really good basketball team. When, when you have multiple guys that are aligned mentally and emotionally, now as a coach, you can max out their physical talent. And that's what we, we try to conquer every single day. We go out to practice, even in games. We want to keep our guys calm. We want to keep them confident. Uh, we want to keep them level-headed. And, and sometimes we try not to yell and scream at them as much during the game, so there's a lot of pressure on them. And, but, but there's times where we have to ratchet it up a little bit with the intensity, and they understand that now. We didn't play so many games, so they understand it now. No doubt, well, Coach Crutchfield. I hope we talking again in March, man. Once you won at summer league tournament, I man. Hope so. <laughs> That's we go. We go claim that now, Coach Crutchfield. We go. Speak it, we, speak we, it, speak it, boss man. Speak it. Yeah, we'll <laughs> have this in March again. Celebrate a good accomplishment for your team, man. So I'll be champion as always, Coach. You know, good chat with you, man. And I hope to do this again with you in March, brother. Thank you, my man. Appreciate being with you today. Yes, sir. Thank you, Coach. Bye, bye. All right. BS3 Network. Changing the way you watch TV. Yes, BS3 Network, changing the way you watch TV, covering content and hot topics from A to Z. Sports, music, society and culture, movie reviews, you name it, we have it. Check it out on bs3network.com or check us out on Roku, BS3 TV on Roku, as well as check out your favorite podcast on all podcast platforms or Spreaker.com backslash BS3 Network. You are now tuned to BS3 Network. What's up, good people? BetOnline is your number one source for all your betting needs. The latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Better Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wages, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use your promo code BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Better Online. When the game starts. What's up, family? Jared the Boss Man here. You're tuned into the Boss Man Show on AM 1010, AM 1430, 1055 The King. Get the King out at 105theking.com and the Boss Man Show at bossmanshow.com. Hit me up on Instagram, the Boss Man Show, Twitter at Boss Man Show, and Facebook, Boss Man Show. It's the Boss Man on your Radio. Listen to the Boss Man Show with your host, JR, Saturdays at 9 a.m. right here on AM 1010, The King. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.
You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.